Who is Scott Goldie? Scott Goldie uh, is the owner of a weed farm. We like, we like him. Yeah, we like him. <laughs> we like him, we both do. Grab a beer, let's have some laughs, because it's time for Crafts and Crafts. I am up in Santa Cruz, California at Golden Seed, which is effectively a weed farm, to sit and talk with Scott Goldie, who's effectively a weed farmer. Our craft beer today is a collaboration beer that I made with Fogvale Brewing that has redwood tips infused in it, and our craft today is Rolling Joints. Brought to you by Adventure, beer and travel gear. Save 25% off everything in the store for the next week with coupon code CRAFT25. So right now we are in your, this is your drying house? Yeah, this is the hemp facility as part of Golden Sea. We're both in hemp and cannabis. Okay. So we're drying about 55,000 pounds of hemp. What is, what is Golden Seed? Golden Seed is a company that's vertically integrated in both cannabis and hemp. I call it inside baseball. When you're so ingrained into your profession, you start speaking in the vernacular of that profession, right. and it gets difficult for other people to understand what you're saying. Verti vertically integrated meaning means farm to, I mean, it means, it means you do everything, right? Yeah, we start with the worms and the seeds. Okay. And we take it all the way to flour and products. What we're gonna do here today is we're gonna have a craft beer. Well, the craft that we're drinking, I'll pull it out, is um, a beer that I made with uh, Fog Belt Brewing, which is not too far north of here in uh, Santa Rosa. Oh, yeah. That's for you. This is for me. Just to tell you a little bit about it, it's called Redwood Lager. Have you ever tasted a pine needle? No. If you taste a white pine needle or a redwood tip, it, it tastes a lot like... Uh, like hops, it has like a bitterness to it. Okay. So it offsets like the sweetness of, of the barley and it just kind of marries with this nice. And it's interesting because the hops family, isn't it the same family as, as cannabis? Yeah, it actually is, absolutely. Let's crack this open. Let me loosen up a little bit. Yeah, I, I kind of, it's been in my bag for a while. So they're cold. <laughs> That's really nice. It's nice, right? Let's pretend I'm stupid, which shouldn't be too difficult. <laughs> and try not to throw any unnecessary buzzwords in there. CBD versus THC. Right. Remember that not all of our viewers and listeners live in California where this is just regular speak for us. So what is the difference between CBD and THC? THC makes you feel really good from a recreational standpoint. Okay. Uh, CBD makes you feel good from a health standpoint. Okay, maybe you got a little too simple on that one. <laughs> so uh, THC is THC, the, re the recreational one? Yeah, it's recreational, it's psychoactive. It's like having a cocktail. Okay, and THC has a psychoactive right. elements to it. Um, and then CBD is like, is it pain relief? It could be pain relief, it could be anxiety, it can be sleep. Interesting piece of information is that you have never gotten high before. That's right. Don't you feel that in order to understand the product, maybe you have to start doing that? No. So yeah. many people, present company included, have had like experiences with edibles where you yeah. have the edible and you're like, oh, this isn't affecting me. Half an hour later, maybe you take another one and then the first one kicks in and then the second one kicks in and you're just kind of like a mess. That's the number one issue of edibles. Brian Shaw, when he was telling us about this, the party that he had, that you guys yeah. sponsored, yeah. that they had a chef there cooking with cannabis. Absolutely. It's difficult when you're having like macaroni and cheese and you forget that you're taking all this THC in. 
And so when they got a little too high, they had a cocktail bar that was making cocktails with CBD. Right. That ended up bringing them down from the high. Yeah, THC takes you up and CBD will bring you down. And so if you take CBD, it will reduce that, that high? Absolutely, yes. That is crazy. Do, do other people know, did, you, did anyone else know this? No, right? Okay. I'm gonna have another beer, hold on a second. This is really good beer. Thank you. So today's craft is rolling joints. Oddly in front of me, and now I told you this last night, yes. the craft that we'd be doing. Right. And it looks to me, and I don't know if this is happening, it looks to me like you've been practicing. Yeah, I'm surrounded by a lot of people that know how to do it. So you put out the word that you needed help? Yes. Well, I think about, <laughs> about three of those. What is this, dude? Look at this. This is a guy who owns a weed farm and can't roll a joint. There's two things we need to agree on. You need to learn how to roll better joints. Absolutely. And you need to probably start smoking them. I guess the, the objective is who can roll the best joint. And by the way, let's point out this right here in front of me that I'm going to steal is um, this award-winning joint that you guys won at the Cannabis Cup, right? Yeah, and that was the best one I rolled today. <laughs> yeah, right. So this is what it looks like when it's rolled by a machine. Yeah. By the way, so you, we have this. Let's start, are we starting with this? Yep. So this is, in college, I mean, this is a site that you just, it, it, it's still weird for most of us to just see this and know that, that we're not breaking any, any laws by having this. There's a lot of people that feel that way still. I mean, it's like, this can't be real. Right. Like, like I took a picture of this and I'm, I was like, am I, am I allowed to just take this photo? And he's like, yep. yeah, there's, you're not doing anything wrong. So, so we have these buds that we've established, the flowers, right. the dried flowers, and we're gonna start rolling our joints as we continue to, to chip away at the terminology here because then we'll be able to get into an actual conversation to understand what we're doing here and why many people, myself included, have in, invested in, in golden seed. I think we have to grind it first. Oh shit, I didn't even know what's going on. So what do you do, put the whole thing in there or just rip yeah, off pieces? Break, break it up a little bit. Okay. Right. What is the difference between hemp and marijuana? Hemp has uh, less than 0.03% THC. And so essentially it doesn't have any psychoactive effect. So hemp was illegal up until a few years ago? Right, that's correct. Uh, now it is federally legal across the whole country. Right. And hemp is cannabis. It yes. basically is marijuana, except it has a lower amount of THC. Right. If it didn't get you high, what was the problem? You know, hemp prior to prohibition in our country was the largest grown plant in the world. Oh, wow. And when prohibition hit, it had to be destroyed and it got lumped in with marijuana. And I think the biggest thing even today is that for a regulator, or law enforcement, I mean, that looks exactly like marijuana. So yeah. if you're gonna try to enforce laws, I mean, it gets very confusing when you have hemp. That actually makes a lot of sense. That it, because it looks so much like it, the only way to tell the difference was if you smoked it or, or you did some sort of chemical analysis. Well, at of it, right? least in California, everything is tested. How would the cop know what it was? That's exactly the it issue. It would take a long time to sort of, you, did you roll a joint yet? Right there. Oh my God. Not bad. I think that's bad. I'm pretty sure that that's where's, not. Where's yours? It's right here. I don't know. Am I supposed to close the ends of it? No, you're not. Maybe the one end. The other end should the be. The trick open. is just to make. We got to go tighter. Okay. So that's that's my one, and there's your one. You own a train. 
Napa Valley Wine Train. And, and it stops at? Yeah, you know, the train prior to us buying it never stopped at all. Really? Yeah. It just went through? It went all the way to St. Elaine, and they did what's called the turnaround. A locomotive comes back and takes you back to Napa. But the, what was the point? To drive through and just look out the window? Have lunch. Have lunch or dinner. Wow. So when we bought it, the train was only being used about 350 times a year. We're now using it about 1,200 times a year. You guys have added trains and you've added track? Yes. <laughs> Looks like you're eating it. <laughs> I might be my only, way to, my only way to do this. Oh my God. Hey, found something that I'm horrible at. Um, I'm going to tell you my story that when I got kicked out of college for smoking weed. <laughs> and uh, my buddy and I were coming back from the, the parking lot. We just parked his car and we were walking back to campus, which was like a quarter of a mile away, half mile away. And we were walking back and um, he was just had a, a bowl and we were just smoking, walking back to the dorms, or whatever. And these public safety came and like and just closed us in and there were big fences, tennis courts and then the neighborhood. So my buddy took the bowl and threw it. And so we're, you know, pretty high. And they brought us to the public safety office and sat down and we were just kind of like tripping out a little bit. And the guy said, look, the only thing you did wrong was you got caught. <laughs> so we f went in front of the Judicial Review Board, which was our students. It was like a student body. It was like five students and heard our case. And then they, they said, you guys are getting kicked out of school. <laughs> and we're just like, wow, that is rough. Fellow students. Fellow, fellow students. They were all like trying to get, you know, because like if they were going to medical school or law school, they wanted it there as an extracurricular thing that they did. So I told my uncle, who's an attorney, he's like, well, let me listen to it because the law says that they need to like make a record of this. And he asked him for the tape and they said, oh, the tape, you know, the, the mic wasn't plugged in. And so he said, all right, well, then we need to have another trial. So they had another trial. And my buddy, who was the head of the JRB, um, was the main, was, he was the main guy. So f him and four other students pleaded our case, whatever. We walked out. He said they were like, everyone was like, all right, we got to kick him out. And he's like, no, what do you mean? This is a place of learning, all this kind of stuff. And so um, it, afterwards, they let us back in. They were all proud of saying, hey, we're going to give you another chance, all this kind of stuff and whatever, and just made us do... Um, community service. But here's the catch. The guy who was the head of the JRB was not only my buddy, he was the guy who had sold us the weed in the first place. Back then, it was punishable by kicking you out of college, ruining your future, at least like substantially altering your future forever. You know, what's really weird for me is that I have never been into cannabis, I mean, until we bought this company. And so when we bought it, I was actually afraid to tell my parents. Okay. I'm 54 years old. Right. <laughs> and so I finally fessed up to them, and they ended, actually ended up investing a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> That's amazing. And my 81-year-old dad came down to the farm. He's like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. But are they interested more in the, um, uh, the, They're interested the in hemp? the money. What's that? The money side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. Let's talk about the money side. I, I'm an investor. Um, I invested because... This is my second try on this joint, by the way. <laughs> on the same joint. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's been the Wild West. It is, And absolutely. I've seen a lot of people, um, you know, investing in other people's companies, big, big money and stuff like that, and into ventures that were uh, not really too ironed out. I think it's exciting what you're doing, and I think what's exciting about it, 
besides just the, it's still being a new sort of industry for a lot of people, is that you're, you guys are very organized. Yeah. You know exactly where you're going as far as the laws and regulations and what's available and all that kind of stuff. I think it's amazing. Talk about what you guys are doing with strawberry farms. Okay, so this area where we're in is Santa Cruz County. It's one of the largest strawberry uh, production areas in the world, probably 5,000 acres. A strawberry farm is really low margin now. There's a lot of competition from Mexico. And a strawberry can't be grown every year on the same piece of land. Because it strips out the soil? It strips out the soil. So on organic farm, it's every five years you can plant. Really? A conventional farm, it's every other year. Well, what do they do? They just leave them to go? Because you go to a rotation crop. And okay. historically, that's been Brussels sprouts. And so we came in, we went to the, the strawberry farmers, and the best rotation crop in the world you could have is hemp. It's oh, very shit. restorative to the ground. And so, and it's very much more profitable for the farmer. So we're turning away farmers now that want to grow our hemp because we just can't take that much supply. It's their land, it's their labor, it's their irrigation. Mm -hmm. They harvest it and they bring it back in these trays. We process it and then when the sale's made, it's a 50-50 split. No shit. Did you have anybody say no? No. <laughs> By the way, for anyone who didn't see that, he just threw his joint because it's quite frankly horrible. That was my fourth try. <laughs> With the same joint? It's yeah. all wet. It's disgusting. I like that rapper too many times. Um, okay, so uh, people that are investing, like like your parents, they're they're into it for the money aspect of it. By the way, I just think it's cool to have invested in this company because I just think it's a neat company and I think it's cool what you guys are doing and I love talking about it. Uh, but the real exit strategy is either a public uh, offering or a sale of the company. I don't mean to interrupt this this story, but check that out. What? Jesus. What is that? What did I just do? What magic was bestowed upon me? You had a special tool. have rolled this. Mine are actually getting worse. You, <laughs> you're, you're doing a great job. I want to throw that out to you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm losing my anxiety. Man, that's good. Oh, I'm going to tell you another story about smoking weed. Since you don't have any to offer me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, um, I just moved out to L.A. from New York, and I had bought an Astro van to transport my stuff out. And then I figured I would then sell it to right. somebody and then I would get like just a normal car. So uh, this guy across the hall from me in my apartment sold weed. <laughs> I had just sold my, my truck and I had the money sitting on my table and he knocked on my door and he's like, hey, we're gonna go play basketball. You wanna play? I'm like, yeah, sure. And, I, and she's like, well, you must smoke this? And I was like, yeah, sure, hold on a second. And I closed the door took the money and I'm like, oh man, maybe he saw me coming with the money. I don't know this guy, right? <laughs> so I took the, I ran into my, my bedroom and you remember those little desk lamps, yeah. like the Pixar ones? I took the, the roll of $12,000 and I put it inside the lamp. So it was on the <laughs> other side of the, of the light. Well, the light was off, no big deal. It was daytime and um, we're getting, getting towards night. And so I went out there and we sat in the living room and smoked this, this weed. And then uh, we're like, all right, let's go play, play basketball. So I ran back to my uh, room to get my sneakers. And it was now getting dark outside. So I ran in, I turned the light on. Uh, and, I, and I got my sneakers and I started turning, tying them, putting them on right there. Thankfully, I didn't bring them out the, outside. And uh, I started to smell uh, 
something burning. And I was like, oh shit. So it was the money was now, because of that old school light bulb, was now on fire. I oh, took it out, there's a hole in the middle of it. So I, I ran it under the water, just threw it back on my bed, and then we went and played basketball. And then came back, and then I got a hair dryer and dried it all out. And I called the bank and I said, hey, my uncle works for the treasury, not true. And he told me that as long as you know, 51% of the money is, is, is good, it's still legal tender. And she's like, well, just bring it in. I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. It's whatever, just a few little pieces. She's like, oh, that's fine, just bring it in. So I brought it in and I went to the bank and I said, I, the, I called the manager, Carol, she said I could bring this in. And, um, and she, woman's like, well, yeah, but the, I mean, the middle of the money was burnt out of these hundred dollar bills. It was a complete hole. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, she talked to Carol and she's like, Carol, this okay? And she's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so she exchanged, I didn't deposit it. I just did an exchange and I walked out of there with brand new money. You know what happened? Right. I didn't learn my lesson. <laughs> I think one of the amazing things about hemp is the environmental aspect. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm pretty high on that as far as making things that are sustainable, being sensitive to the, the, the world around us. It's the most versatile plant, I think, on the, the planet. And look at that one. What is that? Was that supposed to be a joint? I thought, it's oh, to your finger. <laughs> uh, you can How are you it. getting worse? How are you practicing something and I getting think, worse? I think it's the beer. <laughs> uh, actually, hemp, you can use actually every single aspect of the plant. Fabrics, paper, uh, it can actually we're making building materials now wow. out of uh, the fiber. And then so they have something called hempcrete. People are actually building houses really? out of hemp. Yeah. So you also have a building company. Right. We're experimenting with build, uh, bricks right now. I want to also illustrate to people that you are a successful businessman. Is the train making money? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And is the building company making money? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of celebrities that have invested, and that's all and you're public. The, you're the largest celebrity that's invested. No, so I'm far. not the largest celebrity by by any means. You have the bass player of Green Day. I think uh, he's a little bigger than I am, and uh, basketball player Jason Richardson, right? Yeah. Yep. So if anyone wants more information or is interested in investing, they can go to owngoldenseed.com. Yeah, and if they want more information about the company, you should go to gseed.com. Gseed.com. Seed, not gseed. You are an excellent businessman, and you are horrible at rolling <laughs> joints. <laughs> I think mine are not even possible to smoke. <laughs> I'll just take, like, a bag to go, if that's okay. fine. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm going to take this bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, bye. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. See the next investor meeting. <laughs> Guests on Crafts and Crafts receive the Adventure Backpack, stuffed with great products from Vessel, Backpackers Pantry, and Adventure. Check out our beer and travel gear at adventure.com. Available on Drink TV.